You're a busy provider trying to stay current with the latest HIV testing, prevention, and treatment guidelines, and your pockets are overflowing with note cards. You need a convenient, trustworthy source for HIV testing, treatment, prevention, and care protocols. All healthcare professionals have a role in stopping HIV. Introducing HIV Care Tools from the AIDS Education and Training Center program. The HIV Care Tools mobile app is simple, free, and fully functional offline or online. It features quick guides for HIV prevention, screening, testing, diagnosis, and treatment. HIV Care Tools provides common clinical calculators used in HIV management and provide validated screening tools for comorbidities such as depression, substance use disorders, and PTSD. And if you need clinician-to-clinician consultation, HIV Care Tools provides one-touch access to free clinical consultation services by a multidisciplinary team of experts. Take us with you. Download HIV Care Tools today. Welcome to Nika in the Know, a podcast for healthcare providers in the HIV field. I'm Mariana Breitman. Today, I'm sitting down with Greg Langan, Program Director at Jefferson Health, New Jersey, and our Regional Partner Director at the South Jersey AIDS Education and Training Center to talk about a behavioral assessment called DISC. Welcome, Greg. Thanks for having me, Mariana. I'm happy to be here. So, Greg, can you talk a little bit about what DISC is and how you came across it? Yeah, sure. Um, so during the, the height of the COVID-19 pandemic, my team and I were really looking for ways to improve healthcare team effectiveness uh, and communication. You know, like many providers across the country, we were hearing all these messages of how the healthcare workforce was just incredibly burnt out. You know, people were feeling frustrated and the communication was suffering between members of care and service teams. Uh, and when dealing with you know, HIV, we know we need a multifaceted response, uh, which requires communication between and amongst providers and systems of healthcare and social services. Uh, so having effective communication is just crucial to making sure that our patients have kind of the optimal health outcomes. Uh, and in conversations, one of my colleagues, Terry Fox, had recommended uh, we look into this DISC assessment, which was actually used by one of her previous employers. Um, and so we kind of dove in. We weren't really able to find much um, until she told us about DISC. And so we we dove into that one and we ended up partnering with a really fantastic group called Data Dome, uh, who trained myself and my staff in DISC facilitation. Um, and so DISC, to tell you a little bit more about the specific assessment, it stands for uh, Dominance, Influence, Steadiness, and Compliance. Um, and it's a behavioral assessment that scores an individual on those four items. So dominance or how one responds to problems and challenges, uh, influence or how one influences another to their point of view, steadiness or how one responds to the pace of their environment, uh, and finally compliance or uh, how one kind of responds to rules and, and procedures that are set by others. Uh, the assessment, the great part about it, I think, is that it takes less than 15 minutes to take. Um, and it's important to note that there's no right or wrong score nor style. Um, each style has strengths and potential weaknesses, too, uh, when a person is, is stressed or overwhelmed. Um, but there's no one style that would make someone kind of succeed over another person. Uh, and I think what's uh, really interesting about it is that successful teams, in my opinion, often have a mix of styles, which I think is is important to note. 
Um, what's also crucial to understand about the program is that it only looks at observable behavior. So it's not a personality assessment. It's definitely not um, an IQ test. It has nothing to do with you know, your education uh, or your values. Um, it really just looks at observable behavior. So what other people can see, uh, see you kind of doing. And so while each person kind of takes the assessment individually on their own, uh, the goal is that you then share the assessment report with your team. Uh, and this is because if you know how one person behaves or responds to certain prompts um, or certain communication styles, then you can tailor your interactions with them. Um, and so examples that I have of this uh, would be that my report kind of accurately shows that I like to move pretty quickly. Uh, I work quickly. I like to use facts. I like a lot of structure. Uh, and thus, you know, when I do my check-ins with my my team and my direct reports, I, I come to the table with an agenda. The meeting starts at nine. I had one moment where I texted someone on my team and said, hi, where are you? And she said, it's literally 9 a.m. I'm not even late yet, right? Like that's how structured I am. Uh, but my staff tends to value really kind of interpersonal discussion. Uh, and so I realized that after seeing their assessments and in order to kind of create an environment where they're comfortable, we now start meetings uh, with time to have those kind of informal discussions because I know it puts them at ease. Uh, another good example would be uh, recently my medical director called me to say how well uh, kind of one of my employees communicating with him, uh, you know, how well she was doing about a schedule of upcoming events. And I called the staff member to tell her and said, you know, the medical director called, he gave you kudos, and she just started laughing on the phone, which struck me because I didn't know why it was funny. And she said, uh, well, I reviewed his disc profile before I sent him that email and I adjusted the wording accordingly. Um, and so I just thought that was so interesting that she looked at his profile and then he ended up calling me to tell me how kind of uh, helpful her communication style was. So those are a couple of examples of how it kind of manifests. Yeah, that's that's really fascinating. Um, I'm curious to know how have you seen DISC improve services for persons with HIV and communities at risk for HIV? Yeah, uh, good question. So we have not formally studied this, to be quite honest. Um, you know, we we ended up kind of getting certified last winter, about a year ago. Um, and we were kind of fine-tuning the program, and we really only started um, working with agencies in the, the late summer, early fall. And so uh, we don't have kind of specific data here, but what we've seen during these training sessions and the follow-ups that we do are stronger teams, uh, more cohesive teams with better communication. Um, you know, we always elicit kind of anonymous feedback from folks afterwards uh, via kind of online surveys. And a specific piece of feedback that we got from one participant um, that we had worked with said she felt more comfortable just being at work. Uh, you know, she said she felt regularly kind of anxious um, because she wasn't comfortable requesting items from coworkers. You know, she was fearful that she might be coming off in an aggressive way or that someone might perceive her as asking something or for something that she doesn't really have business having access to. Uh, and I think what has been most crucial is that DISC has provided them a shared language um, with which to communicate with each other. And, you know, she feels like her team now trusts each other more. Um, ultimately, I think it it put people on an even kind of 
playing field for how to talk about communication and how to talk to one another in that environment. Um, you know, the feedback on improved communication has been uh, consistent amongst the sites that we've worked with. Um, and to me, a kind of natural progression of that would be that if we're seeing improved communication, that I, I'm hoping that we then see improved health services, uh, which is something that I'm interested in measuring kind of down the line as we we continue to do this. Can you tell listeners what a typical DISC training session looks like? Yes, kind of. Uh, <laughs> it's interesting because there isn't really like a typical DISC session. Um, one of the reasons we found DISC to be so impactful uh, is because we tailor it for each agency. Um, and so when somebody comes to us and they're interested in in having us come and provide this training, uh, what we do is we sit down with them ahead of time um, and, and we talk to them about kind of what they're looking to get out of it, uh, you know, what kind of issues are they seeing on their teams? What are the the strengths that their teams have in terms of communication? Um, and we kind of outline that ahead of time. So each training looks a little bit different, but there are a couple of through lines, a couple of items that, that remain constant. So for example, we always have the staff take the DISC assessment prior to the training. So we'll get everybody kind of on a Zoom call and say, you know, we're gonna be doing this training and as part of it, we want you to take this 15 minute or less assessment. Um, and then we will provide you your report in the training. Um, so we don't give it to them prior and uh, or we don't give them the report from the assessment prior um, because they can sometimes provide information that's you know difficult to hear at times. Uh, you know, when I got mine, it said uh, that I can often I can right yield my position to avoid controversy. Uh, sometimes I can kind of fail to tell others where I stand on certain issues. Um, and as someone who's the leader of a team and and wants to continue in leadership roles, I said, you know, well, oh, that's not great, right? Like, that doesn't sound good. Uh, and the more I thought about it, I thought, well, maybe, but it's also very accurate. <laughs> uh, and so that can be hard for people to hear. And so we don't want to give them the report and have them closed off uh, to the training. So we wait to give them that. Um, and then the other thing is that the the trainings are incredibly interactive. So the whole session really tends to be kind of a group discussion or small group discussions with report out. Um, you know, there is a little bit of kind of didactic to it in terms of going over what DISC is and the different styles. But even in that regard, we we tend to bring people into those conversations as well. So uh, folks tend to be engaged the whole time, which is nice. So when thinking about the quadruple aim framework, have you seen DISC impact provider joy, health, or costs? Definitely. Uh, so we've definitely seen those kind of impacts. Um, you know, as I mentioned earlier, we've not engaged in that kind of formal measurement quite yet, but uh, we have anecdotal feedback on successes in various agencies over um, the past, you know, four or five months that we've been we've been doing this. And uh, we've talked a bit about the kind of improved provider joy, but um, I don't really want to risk understating this. You know, uh, we are in a time period where public health professionals and healthcare professionals are being pulled in every direction. Um, and there's a lot of stress there. And if you're, I, I tell folks all the time, if you're not finding joy kind of in the work that you're doing, um, there's a problem there, right? For a large group 
of us adults in the United States, we spend, what, 40 hours working? Uh, and that does not include the time it takes to commute to and from the office, or uh, even if you're working from home uh, or commuting, right? The time that you spend outside of the office thinking about, oh, the meeting I have tomorrow, or my schedule of patients is packed for the next week. Um, and that's a lot of time to not be happy, right? So uh, participants have definitely cited kind of increased trust of their coworkers uh, and that improved communication, which I think makes it easier for folks to uh, to be more relaxed at work if you have that trust with the folks that you work with. Um, you know, the other kind of fun piece of this is it also informs our personal interactions as well. You know, uh, it's not just kind of, it's not just kind of causing changes in the in, in your place of work, right? It changes the way you interact with your your spouse or your partner, or your kids, your friends. Um, and then I also, I think it would be fair to say that, you know, if healthcare teams are working more collaboratively or, you know, communicating more frequently and more efficiently and have more respect for one another, uh, that patient experience of their care is impacted in a positive way. So, you know, some indicators of patient experience surveys are, are really starting to measure team effectiveness from the patient perspective. And if we can translate this type of disk assessment and training into practice, um, I, I, it's my hope and I, I think it's likely that we would see positive changes in all facets of the quadruple aim, uh, including you know increased provider joy, improved patient experiences and trust of the healthcare system, uh, you know, better health outcomes for communities and and ultimately reduce costs as mistakes are avoided due to kind of improved communication within those care teams. Greg, thanks so much for joining us and telling us all about DISC and why it could be so important for healthcare providers and the HIV community as a whole. We really hope you learned something new today. To learn more about Nika AATC's work and our role in ending the HIV epidemic, visit us at www.nikaatc.org. That's www.nekaatc.org. If you have questions or comments about anything we covered today, or if you have suggestions for topics you'd like to hear us talk about, don't hesitate to email us at podcast at nikaatc.org. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T at nikaatc.org. Stay safe and we'll see you on Thursday for our next episode of Nika in the Know. This presentation is supported by the Health Resources and Services Administration, HRSA, of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, HHS. The contents are those of the authors and do not necessarily represent the official views of, nor an endorsement by HRSA, HHS, or the U.S. government.